1: And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: This is The Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on v Send, the sports betting network.
3: Two of the nightcap here on Vison alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray. It is all Mavericks, and if you took the points with the Mavericks in the second half, well, that's off to a good start as they're outscoring the Warriors by 14 in this third quarter, 99 to 70 right now as we stand. It has been uh, all Mavericks tonight, and another blowout here in the NBA playoffs. Uh, Edmonton up three to nothing on Calgary, Sean, 12 minutes to go in the second period. Uh, you said it during the break, a lot of people hoping for some more goals here.
4: Yeah. Cause I doubt for many people took the under in this. Well, maybe our next guest did that
3: is Dwayne Colucci. Uh, we love him. Uh, and he is over at the rampart, uh, here in Las Vegas, but, uh, love getting his insight on hockey and all things, uh, sports as well. So Dwayne, let's, uh, let's, let's jump into basketball real quickly before, uh, uh, diving into hockey, uh, what was the action like uh, tonight on this Mavericks-Warriors game? Uh, you know, 3-0 series uh, for Golden State, trying to close it out. My my gut would say that the public was, was laying the short number with the Warriors here, or taking the short number, I should say, with the Warriors here tonight.
5: Yeah, t- you know, it was good two-way action, guys. Okay. I got to say, you know, we opened it at one. We closed at 1, 216.5. So we Mm. saw a little overaction. And I was surprised that there were more people laying the point with the Mavericks than I anticipated. I felt that the, you know, the public was definitely going to back Golden State here for the closeout. But if you remember last series, something like this uh, happened as well with Golden State, where they could have closed it out and then they went back home and blew them out. So, uh, you know, Golden State is definitely Very capable. They've looked like the better uh, team this whole series. And finally, you know, Luka came to play and got a little support tonight. And that's why you're seeing this massive blowout. And a lot of these games have been blowouts in the NBA playoffs. So we're kind of getting used to it now. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, definitely it's good to see Dallas react. Uh, like you said, second half, they're outscoring 37 to 23 already in the third quarter. After that delay, there was a leak in the roof, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it <the> <laughs> was a little longer. It was a little longer. So uh, they kept showing Mark Cuban, and, you know, he just had his head buried in his cell phone. So <laughs> definitely, it's uh, you know, it extends the series. And for Handel, I appreciate it because we have another game where you can wager on.
3: Yeah, and then you look at tomorrow, we do have a series even at two games apiece, even though. Uh, these games have been lopsided, each and every one of them. But the series is not; it's tied at two games apiece. Uh, Miami is uh, now the dog in the series. They're a home dog tomorrow. Uh, they've been a bit banged up. Marcus Smart missed Game Four. Uh, my gut would tell me he would be back for Game Five. But uh, what has been some of the uh, the early action? I see you guys sitting around uh, Boston laying one with a with a low total of two o three and a half.
5: Yeah, and it's sitting at one and two oh three and a half. You know that's what the opener was. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out, uh, especially prior to game time. That's when we we've, we've been seeing most of our sharp action come in. So it's definitely an interesting series. Like you said, the Heat have been banked up. You know, no hero. That's big. He wasn't that all all that effective when he did play in the early part of the series and also on the other side Marcus Smart he definitely means a ton to the Celtics but they were able to dominate that last game and Tatum bounced back with 31 points after what you thought might have been a shoulder injury Williams played well in response uh, you know held out of bio in check after he had that monstrous game in uh, what was that game three so you know definitely this has been a, a tit for tat series I still think that he'd have an excellent chance if Oladipo could uh, step it up and definitely they need more out of kyle lowry that was a very disappointing performance you know minus 27 guys with him on the floor. characteristic of the a point guard of his caliber but you know he's coming off an injury too and he's banked up so maybe this is the celtic series for the taking i anticipate we're going to see a lot of celtic money late prior to tip off
4: Dwayne, before we get into the sport that really matters, hockey, uh, <laughs> lightning on their way to winning thir- their third Stanley Cup championship in a row, I got one last NBA question. From a future standpoint, who do you need to fade going on in the playoffs? Who does the Rampart not need to win the NBA title?
5: Golden State. Easily, uh, I could tell you that, Sean. Definitely Golden State. Uh, we have a uh, huge liability on them. Chris point. So we're definitely looking to beat the Golden State Warriors. Also, there is though some liability on the Celtics as well when they started to heat up and won uh, 24 out of those 28, 29 games down the stretch. You know, we had inflated odds and people started to back them as the momentum picked up. The heat also were out there from the openers uh, at large odds because the Brooklyn Nets uh, had so much of the handle in the Eastern Conference and the NBA Finals and the Lakers and other teams. And uh, it's definitely going to be a sweat for us, especially if Golden State wins. So Golden State is the biggest liability. And, uh, you know, we have a few others that follow close behind. So it's going to be a good final. We're definitely going to hope that it goes seven games so we could honor as much handle to offset these uh, future bets. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. as we move
4: over to <laughs> hockey, the Carolina Hurricanes, I mean, their playoff spits have been – Completely remarkable. Have not lost at home, have not won on the road. In this particular series, it's almost like you can blindly just two-team parlay the home team with the under. Rangers tied up. Another game goes under 4-0 to the under in that series. Can the Rangers find a way to win a game in Carolina?
5: Well, that's the whole key. And can Carolina win in the garden? I mean, Carolina's the team that hasn't won on the road yet, even from the Boston series. So definitely Carolina looks rattled when they go on the road. It looks like a totally different team. I mean, I did think they outplayed the Rangers in game three, but the Rangers were able to capitalize on those power plays. And now the Rangers have won five straight at the garden, Sean. So You're starting to see how good Shesterkin really is. Although I don't believe he was really that tested tonight. It seemed like the Rangers had strong control of the game. The refs also gave them a distinct advantage. I think it was a really poorly called game. I mean, you're seeing Truba go after certain guys' heads and two headshots this series. No calls against this guy. You know, that's a very dangerous way to play. And I know Domi was, uh, you know, antagonistic at the end of game three, but you have to be perceptive when of the referees i thought there were some bad calls against carolina as well as some blown calls but no excuse the Rangers' defense has been phenomenal let's give these guys some credit adam fox is leading the way and they're starting to get great play on the power plays advantage is definitely heating up and uh it's going to be difficult for the rangers to win in carolina but they're capable and like i said sean can carolina win the garden
4: yeah, so everybody, I think, wants to see Edmonton, Colorado. I mean, what an offensive fireworks display that series will be. But Calgary, not dead yet. They've closed the gap to a 3-2 to in tonight's game. If they can find a way to win it, it will even up that series. But my question, Dwayne, is about the Lightning. Just talk about this organization overcoming, not having Braden Point, sweeping the President's Cup winner in the Florida Panthers. Do the Lightning 3
5: Wow, Sean, that's a great question. And they're really chomping at the bit now. They're definitely capable. How great is Andre Vasilevsky? And like you said, you know, uh, they have so many different assets. They're playing without Braden Point and doing this at such a phenomenally high level they were able to disperse of the Florida Panthers, who you at least thought would win one game, Sean. It's incredible. I can't believe it. But that President's Trophy definitely is synonymous with losing. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs>
5: I'll be honest, guys. That's like a jinx. I'll be honest with you. And uh, Pat Maroon played great. He always seems to be there in a closeout game and especially against Florida because they like to yip-yap. I think they were calling him fat pad a few years ago. And you see what this guy could do. Like I Said 49 saves to for <laughs> Unbelievable. He could definitely lead you to a Stanley Cup. He's the best playoff money goaltender that we have in the game right now. So yeah, Tampa could definitely win the Stanley Cup. Hey, guy, you know, you guy, know what's, I don't put it past
4: him. Dwayne, what's <laughs> amazing is that the difference in the, the series. They they had to win a shootout in the first series against Toronto, and they completely turned into a defensive team against Florida and, and made that offense inept. The winner of Carolina Rangers, which one has a shot versus the Lightning or do neither?
2: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession.
6: But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often.
1: Listen to the Big Take on the iHeart radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Well, they both have a shot, Sean. Because if your starting gets real hot, the Rangers definitely have a shot but they have to get more out of their middle line and the young line. They have to score a little more. You know, they didn't score really much. They, what do they have one goal on the road in this series and five goals at home, 36 scoring chances at home, only 15 on the road. So they're a team that really doesn't adapt well on the road. And I think the lightning would be able to take advantage. I want to say Carolina would be more of a threat because you do have that home ice going for you and they definitely know how to play on the home ice. But on the other hand, I think the goaltender discrepancy is a little larger between Vasilevsky and Ronta. So it's going to be fabulous to see who could really push Tampa. And if they ever do get another injury off a of bit, you don't want to see that, but it could start to take its toll on the lines and the manpower, but they seem so deep. And, uh, you know, guys like Belmar step up, Lugosian. It's amazing. I just can't believe how good this team really is. Sorelli is a monster. It's, it's fabulous. They might win three cups in a row guys
3: oh, yeah it would be something and uh, it would make uh make my partner very I'd happy be happy hey Dwayne, we got 30 <laughs> seconds Dwayne colucci joining us from the rampart we always love his insight from behind the counter but also we love it as a better so we got one game on the ice tomorrow it's the abs and the blues total of six and a half uh minus 240 uh for the abs and uh plus 210 it looks like in most spots uh, for the Blues if you want the puck line plus 105 so 30 seconds your thoughts on tomorrow night
5: yeah I think the series is over I, I'm very scared for St. Louis yeah, Bill Uso to, without Bennington I think it's over the Avalanche want to make that statement Colorado puck line guys.
3: Colorado puck line get a little plus money on the Colorado Avalanche on the puck line Dwayne always a pleasure sir we will talk to Great you stuff, soon Dwayne.
5: Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Sean. I appreciate you guys.
3: At NYBookieDwayne on Twitter. It's the Nightcap here on VCN.
2: This is the Nightcap on VCN, the sports betting network.
3: Winning never looked better. Make free hoops and soccer picks for a shot at a sweet payday with the H&M Wear That Feeling Prediction Series. Enter 3 pools and compete for your share of $15,000 in total cash prizes. Head to draftkings.com/hm now to get in on the action. H&M to make everyone look and feel good. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See draftkings.com for details, uh-oh, don't look now, Sean. Mavericks make, or excuse me, Warriors making a little bit of a run. 101-85 hey. right now. They have outscored the Warriors, the Mavericks. One of these
4: days, I'll figure it out. This was crazy. All the Mavs have to do from here is score. That is correct. Yeah, you don't have to play any defense from this point on. They have uh, got to make your shots.
3: Golden State has outscored the Mavericks 15 to two here in this fourth quarter. And uh, after looking like maybe I'll get the rest of the game off, Luca just had to take off the old snap pants and come back into the game. It's
4: good for people who had to play a prop. Yeah.
3: Uh, Luca right now, his points sitting at 21. So you got a lot of work to do for him to hit. Some it's overs. so
4: ironic. I mean, these guys, I mean, are supposed to be the best basketball players in the world. They are and the they, best they, players. No, players. no, they're supposed to be. I want where
3: are you going to find the better ones? I
4: don't know. I'm starting You're looking at some European games and yeah, see what's okay. going on. And they go through these stretches where nobody can put the ball in the bucket. It's unbelievable. Like you come out, all you got to do in the fourth quarter is, as a team, get get in the mid twenties. That's all it's going to take, and they can never catch up. And you come out and let them go fifteen to two. Hey, like, this is so ridiculous. It's ridiculous. 103-87. hundred three eighty-seven. I'm to the point right I don't even really watch NBA basketball right now. If, if the game's good, somebody text me, somebody tweet me, let me know. You probably should watch this one. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, the Warriors
3: not giving up. They're uh, they're the young guns are, are playing pretty well. By the way, they're doing this run right now with uh, with Steph, Clay, Draymond all on the bench. This is the uh, the Maxi Cle. This is the uh, you know Kaminga.
4: Pool. This one they made Moody. the run the other day, huh? Yeah.
3: They sent Draymond to the side. Jordan Poole now at twelve points. Jonathan Kaminga with uh with twelve points as well. Uh, still still have some work to do there for for Jordan Poole to get to his over uh, on the night. But uh, the bench stepping up a little bit here for the Warriors, trying to make this a competitive game. We have not had many of those in uh, in quite some time. By the
4: way, I hate closers. I really do. <laughs> What happened? Just, who are you
3: Who are mad at now?
4: Closer. Well, Kenley Jensen, for, first, Jansen, first of all, stinks from the Braves. He comes in. He has the lead. I mean, Max Freed, your ace, has pitched an incredible game, and he goes up there and gives up.
3: Did you have the Braves tonight?
4: No. I, I I took him first five minus a half. Well, that's smart. The reason why was because I don't trust Jansen. I don't trust Kenley. Don't trust bullpens. Yeah, but then again, sometimes you get in trouble when you take the early one if the pitcher has a bad inning. Like, the only saving grace is the Phillies have one of the worst base, uh, bullpens in, in baseball. They're awful. By the way, it's not over. Braves have uh, man on third, no outs, bottom of the ninth.
3: Yeah, Bryce Harper hit a
4: moonshot in yeah, the Yeah, I didn't even say what Kenley did. Yeah, that's what he did. He gave up a two-run Top blast. Top of the ninth. But you know what he does It gets him tied. in trouble?
3: We've got an RBI double. Yep, Braves uh, tied it up. And it is 5-5. The to Phillies five the
4: bullpen is worse. But you know what Jensen's <laughs> problem is? He always walks, guys. Just throw strikes. Like, I wouldn't have a closer on my team that can't throw strikes. I'd rather you give up home runs than walk people. I'm just telling you. That would be my motto as a manager. Just find me somebody to throw the ball over the plate.
3: Well, Kenley Jansen, uh, uh, you know, obliged today. He gave up a home run.
4: Yeah, that's what he does. I'm fine with that. But what I'm not fine with is it was a two-run homer because he walked the guy in front of Bryce Harper.
3: <laughs> Forced
4: him to hit, to get on base. <laughs> 15-point game, by the way. Yeah, here come the Mavericks.
3: Oh,
1: this, or here
4: come the Warriors This will be me.
3: franchise ruining. Oh, this, <laughs> this would be very upsetting to your to your co-host. Yeah. I mean, not, you know, six-leg parlay devastation, but this would not be
4: ideal. Bro. If we uh if we don't get this one home here. I, I didn't sleep last night. Just and it wasn't the fact that I lost a ticket. It was the fact that McCutcheon did it to me.
3: You're the only person on earth who can. Watch a ten-inning baseball game. Yep. and blame one
4: person. Hey man, listen, when you got a chance to make plays, you make plays, man. And and while, all I needed was a deep fly ball. That's what was so frustrating. You to do me. know
3: that the Padres or that that the Brewers then gave up one run rather quickly in the bottom of the tenth. They could have given up more, and their uh, their no, closer no, no, no. isn't with
4: the team. No, no, no. In the bottom of the tenth. They had two outs. No, no, no. Yes, they did. I watched it. You know what I oh, had left oh, on I'm the game?
3: So, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about.
4: I no, I was talking about bottom of the 10th.
1: Game.
4: Yeah. Yeah, when they actually scored, they a bloop little shot over the, uh,
1: the, second, the
4: second baseman's head and, and scored the run to win it. I mean, the pitcher almost got us out of it. But the problem is we should have been up 5-2.
3: Was that McCutcheon's fault? Yes! In the fourth inning with the bases loaded, no outs?
4: I think he came up then, too. I got to go research it and look it up. But I think he came up to the plate then. Let me look it up because I want to put him right on front street
3: the, uh The Braves one, by the for way.
4: For the way that he has – I mean, he's just been so mean to me. That's what I'm going to call it. So... I'm mean, so mean. <laughs> this is... Like You don't forget this kind of stuff. When it's the same guy – it's almost like you think he's like laughing at you. I bet King got a parlay with us in it tonight.
3: I'm sure that's what he was thinking. Um, I'm I'm sure that's uh, exactly his mindset.
4: Nah, he he avoided. Tyron Taylor flied out the right, short right. Jace Peterson struck out swinging. Now actually, Colton Wong, who got the third out in that inning, he hit actually. Oh, uh, he he hit a pretty good shot. I got to get a defense credit on the third out. That was a heck of a play by that kid. I know it's gonna cost me the amount of money it cost me yesterday. But
3: all right, let's uh, let's go, let's revisit a couple things on the ice. Uh, Calgary scored a pair of goals here, Sean.
4: I know it's three two.
3: So uh, those oh, who, I'm off them. Those who have the over, I hope they lose. Uh, have some life here. If Calgary scores a goal, the over's hitting. So yeah, I, I hope they lose. Who I Edmonton took them in or the, Calgary?
4: Calgary. I took them in the first period. I You're Putting them back day.
3: in the red tape. Yeah. They were in the red, tape.
4: You, no, no, because I feel like I didn't do make. Do you like pain? I didn't make a smart wager. I'm, feeling, I'm going back to yeah. Sean King talking to me in the fall. Yeah, I just feel like I didn't make a smart wager. You can't wager. stick,
3: a, stay away from Calgary. You love the Flames,
4: man. I just I see the best in them when everybody else sees the worst in them. But I, I mean, Markstrom is the one I'm upset with. Like he started this whole debacle tonight. He gave up a goal within like the first thirty seconds. Because he goes to clears the puck and, and turns it over, and they shoot into an empty net. See, that's why I couldn't be a hockey coach.
3: I'm I'm sure that's the only reason you couldn't be a hockey coach.
4: Well, I can't ice skate. That might be an issue. I can coach from the bench though. You know those megaphones and just yell. <laughs> just megaphones.
3: <laughs> well, we just had uh, Dwayne Colucci on, and we're gonna talk to Nate Lundy here. By the way, the, uh, just a little bit.
4: Red Sox, White Sox is still going. It's Was only it 16 three? 3. Yeah, two touchdowns and a safety.
3: Got that good field goal, though. Yeah. Make it 16 to 3. How'd you
4: say uh, Staley would have gotten to 16? I had two 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 point conversions. <laughs>
3: your, your guy, Brandon Staley, your favorite coach in the NFL.
4: <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. All right, so who we got coming But Dwayne,
3: up? but Dwayne uh, felt like it's over. Abs, puck line, agree, disagree. Tomorrow
4: night. Yeah, because the talent difference is significant that the Blues need an advantage. And Bennington gave them a significant advantage. I mean, because they, he was goalie in them. They got goldied, you know, in the game that they lost. <laughs> you but love that. It's unfair to this other guy. I mean, he just in there. Like, he's a, he's a placekeeper, but they just they keep coming. They keep firing. And St. Louis can't beat Colorado at the type of game they have to play without Bennington being in net. Because basically they just got to say, you know, we got to throw caution to the wind now. We got to be aggressive. We got to try and be really physical. We got to try and leak some guys out and get some breakaways. But that's playing right in the Colorado's hands because they're better at that than St. Louis is. So I agree with Dwayne. And they know know the lightning is chilling. So the last thing they want to do is is go to another – have to play another game or risk getting somebody hurt because they know they got to be at full strength for them boys in Tampa.
3: Luka now to 26, but the Warriors aren't missing.
4: Yeah. I mean, it's a 13-point game. That's and, they're the not best even playing, thing. and they're not even playing Steph right yeah, now. Yeah, that's the best thing ever for anybody with Luka's uh, player prop.
3: How about Steph Curry? How about Steve Kerr right now? He's just keeping the young guns out there. They've outscored the Mavericks 27-11 to 11 here in the fourth, and he's like, no, let's just keep with the guys who've gotten us to this point.
4: I hate the NBA right now everybody's <laughs> standing outside of the three-point line. Luca shoots a, a shot from the actual logo. This is no lie. Ooh. Golden Fifth. State comes back, drives to the rim, gets fouled, going to the free throw to make it an 11-point game.
3: So Golden State was a four-and-a-half-point second-half favorite. They lost the third quarter by 14, Sean. They are currently winning the second half 50-48, to 48. so... Hopefully you didn't burn those Warriors minus four-and-a-half second-half tickets. Well, will our next guest agree with Dwayne Colucci that it is abs on the puck line tomorrow? Nate Lundy in Denver will join us next.
2: This is the Nightcap on v Send, the sports betting network.
3: It is an ICAP here on Vison. Things getting interesting in Dallas. A 10 point game, 112 to 102. Keeping an eye on that second half line here. Could we see the Warriors cover that second half line? The over is about to be hit. The pregame over is about to be clicked. Uh oh, they're bringing
4: the guys back in.
3: Yep. Here comes Andrew Wiggins, 112 to 102. Jonathan Kaminga. Uh, heading to the uh, the bench there. for I so
4: hope Dallas pulls off now. Wins by like 25. No, oh, with the starters <laughs> <Yeah>. back
3: in? <laughs> Steph Curry back in, Clay back in. The Young Guns did it all. Uh, speaking of Young Guns, that's what I think when I think N- uh, Nate Lundy, who mm-hmm. joins us right now. Uh, you can find him on Twitter, at Nate Lundy, up there in the mile-high city, looking handsome as ever, as it is uh, – 1-15 to one oh two. The over now has officially hit in the Warriors-Mavericks game. Let's go to the ice, though, Mr. Lundy. Uh, we had uh, the wise, Dwayne Colucci, from the Rampart Casino on earlier in the hour. We said, give us your thoughts on tomorrow. He said, it's done. Avs on the puck line. You, Mr. Avalanche enthusiast, what do you like to pull for your pockets? Do you agree with that assessment?
6: Yeah, I- actually, I do. And speaking of young guns, I can make you famous. Uh, I think I'll, I'm going to go with the puck line tomorrow night. I do. I think that the, uh, hat trick that happened for Nazem Kadri last night in St. Louis, I think they build off of that. I thought that was one of the more emotional performances I've seen out of any player, regardless of sport, given everything else that was going on and all the distractions that were happening off the ice. But yeah, I think by the time the Avs come back home to ball arena tomorrow night, you are talking about a team that wants to close this thing out. Um, you know, I think that as, uh, it was pointed out by captain Gabe Landeskog after the first round and they swept. Nashville he was asked about the idea of this team being rusty and he said this time of year rest is more important and more valuable than anything associated with rust and so I agree with that I think even though they could wind up with some additional days off while they wait for the Edmonton Calgary winner I think this team would happily close things out in five tomorrow night here in Denver and then move on and be ready for the Western Conference Finals
4: yeah I'd agree my lightning are getting a little old long in the tooth so I think this rest is going to be great for us, having said that, Nate, who do you think the Avs prefer? Uh, Calgary's trying to make it a game. They've closed the gap, the three to two, but Edmonton still has the lead in this game and is a two-one lead in the series. Uh, as a as a, a guy that understands the Avs, what their strengths and weaknesses are, which team would give Colorado more trouble?
6: I got to be honest with you, Sean. I I think the way that Joe Sackick approached the trade deadline this year, the four big moves that he did to try to bolster things up, Nico Sturm, Josh Manson, you bring Arturi Lekkanen, et et cetera, and Cagliano to be able to to fill out this team. I think part of the reason he did it was, A, he was trying to fill some gaps, some places that they needed, especially physicality, which was something that was really, um, you know, one of the things that people would say was a weakness of Colorado, a little too much finesse, a little too much speed, not enough of that physicality and banging into the boards and blocking shots. And Sackick really addressed that in terms of building this roster. So I don't know that they necessarily have a preference. What I think they probably would like to see, though, is for this series to go as far as it possibly can. And so you talked about the game tonight. It was sitting there, you know, 3-0 for a while. Calgary scored a couple of times. Last I checked before we started uh, here on the program, it was 3-2. to two, So yep. Calgary's trying to make a fight out of it. I, I think that's what the Avs want, guys, is just uh, whoever comes into the Western Conference Finals they want them to be worn down a little bit. They got that advantage when they were taking on St. Louis because of the series against Minnesota and the fact that it went the six games. I think they want to see six, maybe even seven, out of the other side of the bracket so that hopefully a team will be uh, a bit run down. Because one thing we do know about this Avalanche team, they have an incredible amount of speed. And if you come in with a, uh, with an opponent that is a little bit slowed down, a little bit worn out there in the legs, the Abs will make you pay for it.
3: We're, we're talking to Nate Lundy. You can follow him on Twitter at At Nate Lundy, hangs out with our our good buddy, Noisy Wave host, Brad Evans, each and every day on Fade the Noise, the podcast. Catch him all over the place there in the great city of Denver as well with Mile High Sports. Um, If we do get Colorado Edmonton, which personally I'm hoping for, just for fireworks. uh,
4: we want to see McJesus go to uh, Denver?
3: (laughs) We've seen it here, Nate, in this series. Um, It's 3-2 right now after two periods. Uh, If Calgary were to tie this game up 3-3, we'd be insured another over. So that'd be three out of four overs uh, in this series uh, is the number at six and a half. I mean, are we going to look at sevens possibly Uh, if Colorado and Edmonton are going head to head? I I just it feels like they're going to I don't know how they're high. They're going to make that number if those two offensive firepowers are going against each other.
6: Yeah, I, I, I'm with you, Tim. I, I don't think you'll see anything outside of a six and a half or, or and as you said, pushing things up to a seven um, without a doubt, because uh, again, I, I referenced the changes that, that Joe Sackick tried to do at the trade deadline and the fact that the abs are trying to boost up that, that blue line and that second set on the blue line, which includes Josh Manson, who came over, had the game winner uh, earlier on in the series, but came over as part of the trade. They are trying to boost up that defense, but at the same time you know, Darcy Kemper has been good. He has not been Andre Vasilevsky to throw out the Tampa reference. We were just talking about. He, he's just, he hasn't been that guy. Um, and so the goals are sneaking through. Some of them are bad. Some of them have been with turnovers. I have seen a team in the Avalanche that's been sloppy, especially in the neutral zone, but they've given the puck away. Some bad plays at times. And Edmonton and, frankly, also Calgary are is a team that can take advantage of that. So I'm right there with you. I think we will see fireworks. I think there's going to be a lots of overs. I think you're going to see an opportunity from a betting standpoint to really go after some of the player props if those are the two teams that match up when you get to the Western Conference Final, because you're going to be looking at shots on goal. You're going to be looking at saves for the opponent for the opposing goaltender. And you're going to be looking for points and power play points, because I think that's actually as much as we can talk about the total. I think that's actually where you're going to be able to make your money by the time we get to the Western Conference finals, just because I think you will see the fireworks, which means you got plenty of opportunity for scoring.
4: Now, Nate, the Lightning, my my Lightning, let me call it, <laughs> we have proven that if we need to play a fast-paced, offensive-aggressive style of play, we can outpoint you like we did against the Maple Leafs. We've, all, we've, all, we've also shown no Braden Point, kind of were able to rearrange a scheme and uh, philosophical, I guess, approach in the Panthers, played a lot more conservative you know, defensively sound game, and we swept this year's President's Trophy winner. Is Colorado up to the challenge if it's versus the back-to-back Stanley Cup champion, Lightning?
6: Yeah, I, I really think they are. And, you know, I'll remember that when I'm looking for tickets, uh, that they're your Lightning, because apparently that <laughs> means you're going to be able to you hook me up. I'll be in the second or third row right there on the glass with you. We'll be toasting. Um, no, I, I think they're up for the challenge. And again, I come back to, you know, I've— I, It has been a while since I have seen the Avalanche be that aggressive on the trade deadline in terms of trying, they were willing to trade away some of their young prospects. They were able to say we are all in on this year, but we recognize that there are things that we have got to get better at. And that physicality that I talked about as much as they've got the speed, as much as we can talk about Kale McCarr and Nathan McKinnon and Miko Rantanen and on down the list with their offensive weapons, they just had to get more physical. They needed to be willing to body up teams. And I think some of that was obviously to progress their way through the West, but I think some of it was also to be ready for teams in the East. and to recognize that you may wind up with more physical play there in the Eastern Conference. And obviously, the offensive firepower is what you need if, in fact, they wind up going up against somebody in a former Vesna Trophy winner, as in uh, Andre Vasilevsky, because uh, his performance that we have seen here so far in the Eastern Conference Finals, not to take anything, or in the Eastern Conference playoffs, that is, not to take anything away from the guys that are out there on the ice that are working their butts off, but he has continued to stand on his head and has looked like a Vesna winner yet again.
4: Now, Nate, I would ask you, why the Rockies can't score runs on the road, but no one really cares. (laughs) What they do care about is the Denver Broncos. And Jerry Judy uh, had a situation not too long ago. Can you update us on that situation and any other news surrounding Russell Wilson in this offseason?
6: Well, I mean, let's start with, let's start with Judy. Um, It it obviously, anytime you've got uh, the sheriff's department, anytime you have law enforcement involved, obviously we are talking about something that's unfortunate. It does sound like the knee jerk reaction that some of us had in the media um, was that it was not as big as it was played out to be, um, or at least as it appeared to be. I think sometimes we jump to conclusions just because we're talking about athletes. And so I'm not expecting anything that's going to affect his playing time uh, or any of his time. He may need some, you know, personal excused days away by the coaching staff if he needs to take care of anything legally, but I don't believe from everything that I've heard that we're looking at anything that's going to affect his playing time within the season. Now transferring over to Russell Wilson, you know, look, the last time I was on with you guys, I talked about the fact that just his presence is raising the overall energy and the enthusiasm, not just of his teammates, um, but also of the fan base, and I really think you talk about Russell's enthusiasm and his personality, he's a really good match guys for Nathaniel Hackett. When you see Hackett talk, he is just Just an energetic, enthusiastic dude. And I just think that kind of vibe and that kind of energy, and he's talking about the music we're playing at practice, and he's having fun with it. Um, I think that plays in really well with a guy like Russell Wilson. Now, we got to see it on the field, and we've got to see an offense that gets catered to Russell's skill set. But so far, all the grades coming out of these OTAs are high marks.
3: 20 seconds, Nate. 14 to 1, Russell Wilson to win MVP. Yay or nay?
6: Um, I like it at the payday, but as Brad Evans and I would tell you on the podcast, I hate tying up my money with (laughs) long-term stuff. Give me the immediate payout. I'm not waiting months for that cash to come back in my pocket.
3: We'll cash on the avalanche on the puck line tomorrow night. How about Absolutely. that? Yes, sir. At yes, Nate sir. Lundy on Twitter. Nate, you're the man. Always appreciate it. Great stuff, mate. Always appreciate it, guys. Thanks. There he is, Nate Lundy. Did the Warriors cover the second half? We'll tell you next.
2: This is the Nightcap on v Send, the sports betting network.
3: VEASAN Summer Special is here. For only $39, you get everything Vison has to offer from now to the end of July. For the next few months, well, they're going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at Vison.com, And subscribers will have access to all of it. That includes Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. Jonathan Von Tobel, he'll have his best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil breaking down the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup. We'll have also plenty of NFL preseason thoughts, not to mention continued best bets, and uh, articles covering golf, UFC, NASCAR, whatever you want. And if you want that full v experience, which features a daily best bet email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, our betting tools, and live video stream cost only 39 bucks to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vcin.com slash summer. 119-109, to 109, the final score in Dallas. So that series uh, is salvaged for now as it heads back to the Bay Area for a showdown on Thursday night. Game five, early line, Warriors minus six. Uh, just a quick update, third period underway. Sean Edmonton and Calgary. It is Edmonton leading 3-2 to two over the Flames.
4: Yeah, what's the name? Them just finally had a clutch hit with runners on. was Andrew McCutcheon. Absolutely not. Come on. (laughs) Don't get carried away. (laughs) Don't get carried away, man. Where was this last night? Brewers
2: up 4-1 to now. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals.
3: Uh, after, was that a three-run homer uh,
4: for the Brewers? For those interested, Calgary is on the power play, down a goal. I'd love for them to tie this up. Uh, as would Stormy Bonatoni, because that would
3: mean the over would hit. Oh! It? Oh! oh, how'd he miss it? Oh. Oh, my
4: goodness.
3: What a pass. So, three to two, the uh, the score right now. We're going to talk to uh, Greg Wyshynski, Puck Daddy, coming uh, up top of the hour. We'll Puck see-
4: Daddy's pulling for Calgary. He liked Calgary. Did he? Yeah. I know he liked it. I got the, it right here. He here. liked the Canes, too. In five. Oops. Who was it that told us they were betting uh, the Rangers at plus 500 and something to win the series? We had somebody on. Mm. To win the series? Yes. They When they high. were down 0-2. Oh. Yeah, we
3: had the. Uh, was it Scott? I mean, I wouldn't. Scott, the, the, the New Yorker, he probably wanted to fire on the Rangers at plus $5 or whatever it was. That uh, that series even up at two games.
4: It might have been Dwayne a piece.
3: Um, well, I do. While we, uh, well, we'll get back to hockey here in just a moment, Sean. But let's uh, let's rehash what we just witnessed, which was the Mavericks winning. But if in fact you laid the four and a half in the second half with the Warriors, mm-hmm. they trailed by fourteen after the third quarter. In the second half and found a way to cover that second half number. They outscored the Mavericks 39 to 20 in the fourth to cover the four and a half in the second half. 119-109 the final though Mavericks they cover, they win and the over comes home in the Mavericks Warriors game. So that series now heads back to Golden State as mentioned. Luka Doncic doesn't get all the way there, Sean. 30 points tonight. 14 rebounds, goes over on his rebounds, goes over on his assists, goes over on PRA, points, rebounds, assists, but doesn't get there on three-pointers and doesn't get there on points. But still, uh, Luka gets it done. As for his surrounding cast, Jalen Brunson, he goes under, finishes with 15. Spencer Dinwiddie, he goes under, finishes with 10. But Dorian Finney-Smith has 23, in the victory, and Reggie Bullock has 18. So big games for Finney Smith and Bullock. They combine for 10 threes, and they have 41 combined points. Mavericks live to play another day, Sean. They go on, and they will play on Thursday night. Uh, As mentioned, early line at DraftKings, it is Warriors minus six against the Mavericks. But uh, your bet still has has some life.
4: Yeah, I probably should have went heavy Dallas tonight. And at least cover myself. And listen to your partner? Yeah, but I just, I'm going to sit back and watch this amazing comeback. I
3: mean, you don't like money. That's
4: okay. Uh, Yeah. McCutcheon don't like to make me money, but other than that. You listened to me,
3: you hedged last night, and you were able to cover at least your initial bet. Right. And then you didn't listen to me, and now you're saying, oh, I should have went Dallas heavy.
4: Yeah, but I was a little different. Because I wasn't locking anything in. If I'd have went Dallas heavy, I mean, if if Golden State comes back and wins that game, then I double lose. That's not really a hedge. But, but they but they didn't come. I back. I know, but it's not really a hedge. It's not the same. It's not apples did to they, apples. Did they did they come back? I was guaranteed last night to win one of the two ways. No, I understand.
3: I I told you to hedge. You did wisely, and then I said. Well, I asked about it, and, and then, then I said you the... said,
4: and then you said, wait to the end of the inning. Yeah, because I asked about. It. I went and looked, but. They had a runner on base at the time, so you were like, "Wait till the end, in, and it'll go down."
1: Mm-hmm.
4: So did. you're not completely telling the truth when you say you told me to hedge. Mm-hmm. I asked you, "Should I hedge at this number?" Mm-hmm. And you said, "Wait." And I, and you did right. And you got, right. a, and you got like right. for name. somebody that's driving right now and listening, you make it sound like I wasn't thinking about hedging. Okay. Yeah, I can't let you get any credit you don't deserve. Okay.
3: Just life. And then when the Mavericks won tonight, and I told you last night, the Mavericks I said won. I should
4: have. Yeah. Just you're right on that wager, but I, I, I'm just specifying this for me it was a slightly different situation. Because if I bet the because Mavs— you would have th- won money? No, if I would have bet the Mavs tonight and they ultimately lose— But they didn't. Or lost, then I would have lost tonight and my pre-flop bet. Right. But they won. Whereas last night, I was guaranteed to win one or the other.
3: Right. Th- those are two different things. Right. they. Won but
4: you th- added th- this one like it was the same thing. No, I'm just saying You're dude. not winning this argument with me. This is like just one of those deals I'm not going to let you win. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you're wrong. But
3: So instead, <laughs> you didn't win money on the match. Please tell tonight. me
4: that's fair and
3: go. Let's go, deep backs And you're going to lose your series bet. But uh, you and Why
4: this... would you say that? Because it's facts. You don't have a Warriors series bet? I don't.
3: I, I do. I'm telling the people out there what's going to happen.
4: So first of all, stop being selfish and root for your partner. Number one. You never root for me. I always root for you. Get out of town. Tell me when I haven't root, rooted uh, for this you this weekend. I wasn't rooting against you with Scheffler. You have
3: openly on this show taken bets in game against me.
4: Well, once we get in game, you got to do what's best. What what's best for your
3: pocket? I'm just telling the people the Reds aren't winning the Central. Like you've at and times, the Warriors aren't winning. The like series. if you know
4: you're on the wrong side, that's one of the beauties of in game betting is you can correct it. Sure. Right. So that don't. You're on the wrong side. I'm not doing it. And I
3: gave you an opportunity tonight. But I'm
4: not doing it like a malicious thing. I'm not
3: saying it's malicious. I'm just, I I am, as you would say, I'm a reporter. I'm just reporting the facts. So if it makes you feel any better,
4: I didn't think about your shuffler not making the cut at all this weekend. That didn't cross my mind.
3: You just laughed on air and mocked me. Uh, but, hey, you and this one better at Caesar Sports have uh, something in common. He
4: likes the Reds? Uh, no,
3: Uh-oh. he's not that crazy. <laughs> um, he put down 50 grand on the Mavericks at 30-1 to 1 odds to win this series. That would bring him. Where would he get 30-1 to 1 odds? Uh, Caesars earlier today. Oh, for the, the, adjust, rest, of the, the, for the rest of the series. Period. Down 3-0, put 50K down. To win $1.5 million. Yeah, he
4: believes more than I do. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, he's got some life now. Yeah,
4: I love ain't the same. He he, he got strong love. Yeah. I some, like the man He's got, but I've seen them shoot 11 of 48 and 13 got those of 45. Crazy yeah, I don't love them after watching that. No. Now, if we were, if it was 3 2, you might could talk me into something like that, but I'm not, I'm not. Nah.
3: Steph Curry, let's Clay go, Thompson today, Let's go, baby. Thirty-two points. Andrew Wiggins, thirteen. Yeah, the Warriors would be just fine. And as uh, Dieter Kurtenbach, our friend, was uh, pointing out on Twitter, I don't think the uh, the Warriors brass and ownership is too upset about another home playoff game to bring in a little extra coin on a, on a Thursday night there. So
4: it's going to even out cuz all that travel they got the week after they got to go back to Dallas. I mean the uh yeah, yeah. Cuz Dallas is winning game 4. Game 5? I mean game 5. Sure bet. Let me see what the number is for. 6. Eh, let me see. Let me let me listen to Luke in the post game presser mm-hmm. and and hear how he sounds.
3: See, now you didn't believe tonight. Yeah. I did. And now uh now you're back on. Yeah. Runner. And
4: come on Calgary.
3: Ooh, 3-2. 12 and a half minutes to go uh washinsky greg washinsky by the way they us. should
4: check conor McDavid's skates yeah, <laughs> he's got he's got to have like something low you know i got you see a guy on a, a bicycle but he's got like an engine like he gotta have like some mechanism on his skates he just looks like he's faster than everybody else his balance is better uh, it, it's unbelievable when he gets moving it's just like everybody in slow motion
3: now I'm just curious. Now we're getting I want Calgary. getting down the nitty gritty here. Calgary's got to tie this thing up to yeah, get the uh, the over betters to start feeling.
4: Get out of the park. Get out of the park. Way to go, D backs. Eight six, baby.
3: Apparently, Sean likes the Diamondbacks tonight. All right, we'll talk to Greg Wachitsky from ESPN get his thoughts on uh, the Rangers and Canes being even up at two games apiece. It's the nightcap here on BC.